Alright guys, what's up? Welcome back to Relatable Nerds. I'm Ilsa. And I'm Kyra. Guess what? Today we missed last week, so we're Sorry. recapping two episodes <laughs> of Ahsoka today. And we are, this is actually a special episode, because we're coming to you from the Lincoln Lodge. Ooh. Woo! Yeah. Ow, ow, ow! <laughs> We've been with... Um, involved in the Lincoln Lodge, kind of like their podcast studio since like the beginning, but then we kind of like fell off. But we're so happy (laughs) that our friend Christine brought us back in and now we're we're going to put this one on YouTube because yes. we actually look at this like setup. I was going to say, this is really fancy. I can hear myself breathe in the studio and I'm like, wow, I can hear everything. It's so quiet. I but hate it's, hearing myself breathe. I know. It's so awful. I have asthma. I literally sound like Darth Vader if I get like, you know, but thank God I'm not wheezing right now. So we're, we're in you, good shape. You do a good Darth Vader impression. <laughs> I do. And it's totally just completely raw. Just my lungs not working. But <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's fine. Um, yeah, I'm like super impressed that we have like there's like cameras in here. There's like a round table. We have like actual mics. Yes, with like a really cool setup. We, we can't figure this out at, at our um, studios, so we, we could never. <laughs> we need we to take... our studio, <laughs> our studio, aka my apartment, <laughs> <laughs> the kitchen, the living room. <laughs> That's the dining room. Um, right, right, right. Yeah, it's live from a dining room. I guess nobody knows that, but yeah, we've never yeah, really said true, it. Yeah, that's true, because on the YouTube, we're just on the couch, you know? And then yeah. I feel like, yeah, the dining room is not really, unless we do the tipsy nerds. Which... That's true, yeah. Tipsy nerds, that's where we normally record. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so we're going to be recapping Ahsoka episode five and episode six today. But before that, I would just love to know, Kyra, did you think about it at all? How was your week? Oh, God, you know I did it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, wow, my week. What what happened? It was like Labor Day weekend last weekend. Um, or no, I don't even know what weekend it is. It was Labor Day when we didn't record, I okay. think, right? And then we took the week know. off. I don't remember that far back. But I know last this past weekend, I went to Riot Fest. Yeah. So that was fun. Um, I got to see the Foo Fighters. I got to see Turnstile. Ooh. I unfortunately had to leave before I got to see The Cure. But I've seen The Cure before, so it was fine. And I saw pictures of that crowd, and it was like 100,000 people. And I just couldn't imagine leaving that park and being, like, sane without freaking out. But, yeah. That is, like, my personal nightmare. I, I hate don't like going, concerts. I hate, like, going, I hate being around that many people. It's, it's very overwhelming. Like, we went, we took my little sister. She came back from college. Um, probably not supposed to say this. Sorry, mom, if you're listening, but she smoked her first joint with us. Oh my God, good for her. She's 18. Congratulations. And she's just like, she's, all, I feel like the cool mom for Mean Girls whenever I'm with her. <laughs> and I'm not even, it just, it not like I totally get where she's coming from. It naturally comes out because she had her first like drink with me. You know, I'm not going to say when that was. Oh no, <laughs> she's like, so terrible. But you know, like a family Christmas party, you know, a yeah. seltzer here and there, whatever. Um, but we just like bought a You're blanket. You're doing a bang up job. I know. She's just, I'd rather you do it at home, you know, which is with <laughs> me. Um, and so I, we, we bought like a blanket so we could just chill out on like the field away from all the crowds. Cause I'm like, I'm not standing in this for five hours. And we sat on the blanket and me and my partner are just passing the joint. And she's like, what's that? And I'm like, oh, it's it's a joint. Do you want to try it? She's like, okay. And I'm like, just one just one puff. See how you feel, you and know? And she never has before. Never. And she doesn't have asthma. So I wasn't like stressed. But I also always have an inhaler on me because I come from a family of asthmatics. So. And she just hits it and she's totally fine. She's like, great. And she... We started a little She's rotation. She's doing it like a pro? Like, no. Like, it's really cute how okay. she tried to grab it from us and, like, like, almost she, dropped this it. This is probably not her first yeah. time. She's, like, 18. No, but she handled it very well. And, like, that's why I'm, like, just hit it first. Like, wait a couple minutes, see how you feel. And it was so cute. I'm just like, well, how are you How are you feeling? She's like, oh, I just feel like normal. Like, hello. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like, she wants to talk. And then she's like, like, look at that grass. It looks so healthy. I just want to <laughs> hug it. I'm like, okay, this is a positive reaction. You can keep smoking with us. But she was she was great. Um, That's so good. You were such, like, a yeah. good, like, helper for somebody smoking weed for the first time. Because yeah. nobody told me to, you know, just smoke once and then wait a see couple minutes, see how you feel. Right. Because, you know, you'll just keep doing oh, yeah. it when you're you young. get the spins. Right. And then you're oh, like, wow, God. now I'm unwell. Exactly. And, like, it was already hot that day. And she's she's in college now. So, like, I know she just pledged in a sorority, which is insane. Nobody in my family's ever been in one. And um, wow. I, I just know she's going to be, like, around 
those things and like I would rather just have her be prepared and like know what to expect if she wants to do that. Um, I'm really proud of her. She's she's doing a very stand up job. She's very, she's kind of you know an old soul. So yeah, that's good. I, that whole story <laughs> just reminded me of like I was like when did I. Um, have like my first drink and I was like I was 16 because my sister was 21 and she was like this is what we're doing now (laughs) right but like you trusted your older sister like you have that like bond yeah my sister was also 16 when she had her first (laughs) seltzer (laughs) Um, again sorry mom but I mean that's just like a thing when you're at like a family party I feel like you just you give you know, well, we're both Latinos, Latinas, yeah. so... Uh, I feel like men give their like... sons their first sip of beer when they're like eight. I yeah. watched my dad do that with my younger brother, and it was just like, ah, but it's just it just happens. Yeah, it's, yeah, in, yeah. it's in our culture, you know? I remember being at a family party when I was like eight or nine, and they had like jello shots, and I just thought it was jello. Right. So I took child. one, <laughs> and then I was like, this doesn't taste that this good. This is a little sour, a mom. Little, like, dad, I think this, this one went bad. Right. <laughs> I'm still going to do it. <laughs> But <laughs> uh, why are they so tiny? They're cute little tiny little. Why would you have that around your children? Especially like different colors and I stuff. I will not be held accountable for anything no. that I've done in my life because it was those people before me. The influencers. The original, the influencers, original influencers are aunts and uncles. <laughs> um, my uncle made me my first drink at a Christmas party and it was a whiskey drink and it was totally just awesome and that's probably why I'm a bartender now and like my favorite drink to make is a Manhattan or an old fashioned you know <laughs> so I now make money off of it so Since I have no become, regrets <laughs> this is what we've become how was, how was your week by the way oh my week yeah, oh well. my gosh I didn't prepare for this question I either know. even though we, it's the one that I asked right and then my memory is so terrible that I really have no idea I I've been working know. yeah Nice. I've been working. I've been, uh, I did some, you know, acting work. So I've been doing that as well. Been kind of cramming my lines. Yeah. Uh, went out yesterday to uh, G Man. Shout out Wrigleyville. Oh boy. <laughs> and uh, it was so popular. It was so popping because it was Cubs, like a Cubs game. Yeah, and they're like at the so end. So then me and my friend were like, mm, let's get, let's not be here. It's too, there's, too many people, which mm-hmm. I hate. Yeah, and so we went to like the <laughs> quietest bar on the street, which the one? one that nobody was at. It was like Output or something. I was gonna say, is it that Mardi Gras bar? Because that place is a dead zone. Like it nobody was, goes in there. It was like just like um, like people who just got off of work. It looked like oh. it's like everyone just like went to that one, and okay. like we're like we're gonna be quiet here yeah. and like chill. Like we're with the people. Talk. We want to talk to people. Yeah. Um, and I saw, like, obviously, like, I'm industry. I've been in it for a while. So, obviously, like, we knew who the people were. We were like, always. we have to see somebody always. Yeah. So, it was a good time. Love that. Yeah. That was my week. I love it. We're working and drinking and working and drinking. And the cycle Working continues. on drinking. Yep. Always. <laughs> All right, well, let's get started. Let's go ahead and recap episode five. Oh, my God, you guys, this was the episode. I think, honestly, it was good that we waited a week to let this one sink in and, like, dive into it because it was so much emotion. It was so much action. It was a culmination of everything we've wanted from a um, animated series, a prequel movie. It was just everything, everywhere, all at once. Um, and Great it, reference. Yes. Best <laughs> movie ever. We love Michelle Yeoh here. Um, and so this episode, if you guys remember the last one, Ahsoka, you know, quote unquote, just kind of fell into the water Nobody knows where she is, but we know she's with Anakin. Yeah, she went cliff diving yeah. and she dove a little too hard. What are hard. you doing, Loka? Like, <laughs> Loka, on. get out of um. the lake, Loka. What are you doing? <laughs> and Sabine, of course, is being Sabine. And she like went with the bad guys just to find her Ezra, which I, you know, that's a tough place to be in. I mean... She is kind of a brat. I, do res- I, I don't hate her still. I think there's hope for her yet. But... I can see how she didn't have a choice, really. Like, I don't know if I would sacrifice myself over the golden snitch. Like, I don't know if I would do that. I, I would like to think I would, but... I was like, I, w- I mean, like, I'm a big, like, Sabine hater, and I've been since, like, day one. No, and you kind of, like, remind me. Like, you kind of, like, look like her a little bit. A little bit, kind of yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what the Buddha says. You know, if you don't like something, it's, like, because you see something in someone else that you don't like about yourself, or oh, yeah. you see something in them that you wish that you had. 
Okay. So, do you want to be a Mandalorian Jedi? Well, no, I'm kind of thinking yeah. maybe that was it because I really thought about like what you said because you're like, well, she's Mandalorian, like she can't leave him behind. Right. She literally can't. She can't. That's the code. That's the code. Yes. And I was like, she's a Mandalorian, like she has to do this. this. Is the way. She's driven by something else, and I'm over here coming from like a Jedi like mindset, and I'm like, I'm just completely disregarding her Mandalorian background. Right. So I've like. You know, I've grown. Yeah. <laughs> I've grown over Realized these past things. two weeks. Yeah. I've just, this is the year of realizing things. And I am now, you know, I'm pro Sabine. I, I'm here for it. I think these last two episodes are going to show some good in Sabine. Um, But anyways, you guys, so everybody's kind of like missing right now. Hera, Jason, Sindula, Hera's son, and Chopper arrive on Sita's trying to find Ahsoka um, Hera hears something and it ends up being Huyang. Huyang's just in like the corners of the little thing and he he's holding the helmet of Sabine and he doesn't know what happened, you know, but he's like, I told them to stay together. They can never stay together. It is what it is. I know. He was like, I told them. He's like, they don't listen to me. Um, yeah. Like, yeah. Surprise. You didn't see this one coming? Why? Um, I would listen to David Tennant if he I was would telling too, me what to especially do. Especially in like, a droid he, voice. He's an authority. Yeah. I'm like, and who Yang? Like, I mean, <laughs> what a powerful name to begin with. And then also, like, all he's seen. Yeah. And knows. Um, As a people pleaser, I could not like, not listen to that authority. I would listen to him more than like a master Jedi sometimes. Exactly. I'm like, he doesn't have like a bias. He's just a droid, you know? Um, and so then we go to Ahsoka and Anakin. They look at each other in this crazy world between the worlds. And Ahsoka, you know, looks at Anakin. She's like, you look the same. And you have to remember Ahsoka, that was the last time she saw Anakin as the way he looks now. It was in Clone Wars, before he turned into Vader, yes. before Order 66. It was like the last visual she has of him. The next one is when he's Vader. Right. Um, yeah, we said that episode four. We were yeah. like, whoa, wow. it's and, Clone Wars, Anakin. And thank you guys, Star Wars, Lucasfilm, whoever the hell you are with the CGI edits. Yeah. You finally listened because in Obi-Wan, you guys did this man a disservice by not editing his face when he had that little battle on Coruscant with Obi-Wan. I mean, everybody ages. It's a part of life. But Turning if it, evil, I guess, ages you It just you gives even you wrinkles. More. And it's like, you, you can't do that. <laughs> it's a stressful Anakin. life. <laughs> but um, this filter they had on Anakin's face was, wow, it sent me back to being like my teenage years. And it was I'm like, such a good filter. It was so I was good. like Facetune. I'm like, like, why don't I have the Anakin Skywalker Clone Wars filter on my exactly. phone? Like, I would use it every day. It's like, which one were they using? Right. Cappuccino? Cute cappuccino. I was literally trying to think of what that one was today. <laughs> but, um, so yeah, Ahsoka's like, you look the same. Anakin's like, you look old because he hasn't really seen her either. And she's he's, not wearing a filter. Right. <laughs> but yeah um, so he tells her you know she lost the fight and he's here to finish her training which is like a big thing with Ahsoka she obviously holds a lot of resentment with Anakin just because she left and then he fell and she blames herself she walked away from the Jedi Order because of everything that happened to her which rightfully so I think she did the right thing in long term yeah. there but that was that took so much courage for her to do walk away from all of her best friends Um and not really because her best friend's the one that betrayed her i know i know but he was still trying to come out on the other side no the girl the girl talking about the girl oh i think i thought you were talking about no like how it happened in clone wars Mm -hmm. like how it was actually her best friend what was her name i started with like a b i don't remember i don't even care we'll just call it that was like her bff and she turned evil and blamed it on ahsoka and then Mm -hmm. they were like we believe that yeah, yeah. <laughs> because this girl's a straight A student, right. and Ahsoka is Anakin's Padawan. Right. So. I mean, of course you're gonna try to blame Ahsoka for everything. Yeah. Um. And so she tells him like it's a little late for that, and Anakin goes, "It's never too late. Uh, too late to. T- you're never too old to learn." Snips. Um. I so love that's, that. Snips. That's cute, and it's almost like a you know because everything at this point we're post Revenge of the Sith. Vader has already died. Yeah. I think he's saying that because in the last minutes of his life, you know, he turned good again he helped luke defeat the the emperor and you know he's kind of reminding her you know like let's find some purpose again like let's go through this again because he knows she can do it and uh he ignites that old school blue saber and that like sent me because i'm like wow i haven't seen a shade of blue like that in a long time i'm like wow <laughs> <laughs> it was more like the stickers yeah it's just it's so good i love that um, cat sticker yeah and uh he asked her do you want to live or die you know it's kind of an ultimatum and she's kind of like what do you mean you know <laughs> he, she's like why do you speak in riddles yeah. like can you just 
train me already and uh she won't fight him at all which is very reminiscent of luke again telling vader he won't fight him either like yeah. vader just wants to throw hands and everyone's like i don't want to fight you i know i'm gonna die but if someone throws <laughs> hands at you you have to fight right and then that's what he did like he like literally did the first swing but it's like thank you for politely asking i declined yeah. but then i declined and I you did, did it consent. anyway yeah this is an unconsensual fight it In- was not unconsensual yeah. yeah yeah that's a word i guess um i was still here for it i love watching them battle um and so then we go back to jason jason roams off because they're still in cetus they're figuring out where ahsoka is he can feel the force remember he's half jedi he is the son of kane and jaris so he is definitely strong with the force um, it's becoming more apparent each episode um he can hear the lightsabers like in the sky which is so I cool i know i loved hearing that i was like wow this kid is i'm just i look at him i'm like he's the coolest person ever i can't wait to watch him grow and hopefully the series and like movies i really hope they don't forget about him because he's so in- integral to like everything that's oh going on oh my god that would yeah. suck if they forgot about him how, how you know um um, the mus- I bet they have plans for him. They have to. Um, the music was also so epic during this whole thing. You were like on the edge of your seat when you're like listening to this music. And I thought it was a little weird, but Hera could hear the lightsabers too. Yeah. But she like doesn't have the force at all, which I was like, oh, like I don't think she should have been able to like hear them. But yeah. that's whatever. Mother, son, but, combo. But it, we've already been told like they, everyone's connected to the force. So if you like it's tune true. into it, like Anybody. you can everybody is connected in it so mm-hmm. I think that she just kind of especially from Kanan she must have learned something Some, a little around something all those people you know all something, these Jedi yeah um, so let me go back to Anakin and Ahsoka and it's a young Ahsoka and Anakin from the Clone Wars and this girl Ooh. is she's has a dream life. She yeah. played young Gamora, Gamora and she was in the Barbie, Barbie. movie and now she's freaking Ahsoka. Ariana something. Greenblatt or something. Yeah. Oh yeah. my God. I, lo- I loved it. She's amazing. How are you? How are How? How do you get like seriously? How, how, like she's adorable. <laughs> I, I get why. Like yeah. she was a perfect little baby Gamora. But I was, like, was. I was like, hey, I know that's baby Gamora. Yeah. Like, I was like, you can't. That's not Ahsoka. It's that's the Gamora. same vibe. Gamora and Ahsoka would definitely be friends in like a different, you know, like universe. Of, oh, like, yeah, absolutely. Paths. Um, <laughs> 100%. <laughs> different galaxy, though. Right. Um, so Anakin is in his Clone Wars armor, which was amazing. It was you know a lot to take in because it was very very much the same as the animated series it looked so good um so this the nostalgia was no i'm like 1000 because we haven't seen this in live action we've only gotten to see cartoons of this stuff you know um and so this clone war episode is based off of when they are on the planet ryloth um it's really early on into their whole like career training together they're surrounded by clones and fighting in this particular episode of the clone wars ahsoka disobeys orders from anakin and she ends up getting a lot of the clones like killed yes wasn't that an episode of clone wars Mm -hmm. it was yeah i was like oh my god i remember this right and she's clearly like not okay with killing them she's mm-hmm. like consoling the clones as they're like on their deathbed and that's you know, good that she wasn't okay with person. murdering yeah. like hundreds of clones and anakin's like well this is what happens this is the price of war like you have to kill people you have to be a leader and she's like uh, like i don't know this is my fault like i don't want to do this she's still kind of like figuring out the person the jedi she wants to be um and then we see rex Mm-hmm. See Rex, which I was know, really cool. That little side, I loved it. I know, and um, all of these clones, by the way, have the blue stripe, which is the clone helmet from the Five O First, which means they're loyal to Anakin. So just a little, little nerdy tidbit there. If you guys are weird Star Wars nerds like us, or if you have listened to our podcast yeah. in the past, we love Rex. We love that they're bringing back Tamora Morrison for like every role of a clone because it's like a very easy casting job. Like all of these guys were clones; they all look like him. Um, <laughs> like this is very easy. Anybody that's a clone could be Tamora Morrison. They're like, please stay in the studio, sir. Right, man. We just might don't need leave. you for anything. And the funny thing is, is like so you didn't weird. even see his like face, but you heard his voice. So he didn't even yeah. probably have to be there it was probably like a stunt double or something um and so then we go back to Hera and Hu Yang they continue the search for Ahsoka Hu Yang says he can feel her she's around Hera starts asking Hu Yang about like Anakin and Ahsoka's master and she's like how was he and Hu Yang's just intense and then it cuts to the next scene <laughs> and Ahsoka is now at That's the battle it. yeah Ahsoka's now at the battle of Mandalore I feel like he wasn't that intense though he was kind of like 
super chill and like you can kind of tell in the next scene like the way he like talks to her like right. he's just like a he's like a chill surfer dude actually like, intense, like the way yeah. he's like raising ahsoka right raising. he was intense at times when he like got his saber out and was fighting people because you know this man loved to kill people yeah like he loved to kill people especially like, we, babies yeah i was gonna say like we cannot deny <laughs> this man loved cutting people's heads off with his lightsaber and ahsoka would be like bro like you didn't even have to do him like that. yeah <laughs> like because the jedi way you're not supposed to kill people and like it. Yeah, and Anakin's like, Haha. like you can tell. Like obviously she knew. Obviously Obi Wan knew. The people Mace Windu knew. You know, they you all know. turned a blind eye. Yeah, and it was like, come on, this guy is too good to be bad right now. Um, and so it's it was, like the hot people privilege. Yeah, like they all just, just like ignore. let him. Yeah, they're like, well, yeah, he's a little intense, but he'll be fine. He'll be fine. We'll, we'll give him some time. He's still uh, my friend. Right. <laughs> he's still hot. Um. So now we jump back. Ahsoka is now at the Battle of Mandalore. She's a little bit older. She's going crazy with her lightsabers. She's like absolutely a little bit more trained now. She's kicking ass. Um, and we see the Maul DeLoreans in this, which is like a Mandalorian with the little spikes. Darth Maul's De- Man- Ma- Mandalorians. God, I can't even say that. Maul DeLoreans. Maul DeLoreans. Maul DeLoreans. Which if you guys know, if you don't know, spoiler, if you haven't watched Rebels, what are you doing with your life? Darth Maul gets resurrected in Rebels through the Night Sisters, which we see in this series, and he has all these like Mandalorians that turn to his side, the Maldalorians, and they have little spikes. So yeah, if you that ever... always like pissed me off because yeah. I was like, Qui Gon died for nothing. I was gonna say you can resurrect just about anybody, and we're gonna see that as a theme on this series uh, coming up. Somehow Palpatine returned. Yeah, I mean we can just clone him. Like, how did you not think of that? Um, (laughs) so by the way at this time uh, when the Battle of Mandalore happened Darth Maul was actually the leader of Mandalore and this is when Anakin and Obi-Wan were fighting Dooku in Revenge of the Sith so that's when this battle happened Ahsoka was there they were there Um, Captain Rex is there again played by the lovely Tamora Morrison he tells Ahsoka that he'll seize the perimeter Um, it's our first like interaction with him talking and like obviously we love Rex I just want to note that I think we're going to see more of him um, and Rex is a big deal in Ahsoka's he is. life because he is. they He's like an uncle. He is, yeah. yeah. And they go on like later because she I mean she changes him because he's affected by Order 66. Yeah. And she, you know, is the one to save him. Mm-hmm. And then they team up a couple times like in their lives like later. I love it. I love Rex. Love Rex. He's I like the best clone. I, I that's honestly in the running for like the next dog I get. His name might be Rex. We might call him Captain. Oh, that's Captain a good Rex. Captain Rex. That's that. a really good I know, one. Yeah. I know. And Solo and Rex. Mine is, <sighs> my next one is Finn, obviously, because Poe needs a Love boyfriend. We need, a, <laughs> we need to get like a family pick of all of them and dress them up <laughs> as their characters. Um, so they're at this Battle of Mandalore. Anakin appears, just walks up in the Clone Wars fashion where he always like crosses his arms. They both have their arms crossed and he's next to Ahsoka and he's like, I don't know this battle. And that's because they've parted ways by now. He wasn't there. He was with uh, Obi-Wan and Dooku. Um, Yeah. And so he tells her already she has, like, all the knowledge that she needs within her to continue this, like, fight. And at this point, she starts to confront him about his choices because at this point, he's about to turn. It's about to be Order 66, you know. And she's like, why did you do this, man? Like, it didn't have to be this way. Like, we could still be, like, hanging out in Coruscant and just being good people. <laughs> we could people. still be buds, bro. Yeah, but it's like, no, Azoki, you left the Jedi Order. Yeah, girl, that's not how this works. That's you can't not just what leave the sorority or the fraternity. You can't just, um, like, drop out and expect the people not to turn. Right. And he looks at her and you can tell he's starting to get mad. And he's like, is this what this is all about? And uh, his entire demeanor changes. His eyes start changing to red. It It was so cool. He Um, was creepy. He was creepy, but I don't know. I'm just sick and I think it was so hot. I was so attracted the whole time. I'm like, I just love both of them. Um, Yeah, I feel that for you. (laughs) Yeah. And she still doesn't really get it at this point. She's still blaming herself for Anakin turning. And this is why Anakin now you know he turns on his he doesn't have a blue saber anymore he has the red one yeah he's Vader now amazing moment and he starts fighting her and he kind of force pushes her away from this battle through a portal back into the world of worlds and in a Vader Anakin voice he like tells her you lack conviction so good um that so, was that was messed up yeah and so she's now she does not lack conviction no she doesn't at all she's actually just 
a normal human, not yeah. a human, but she has human tendencies. You know, she's not gonna like kill people just to kill people to be a leader. Um, she's now fighting Vader. They're going at it. It's really awesome. Um, she disarms him. And he was testing her this whole time because he didn't really know while you were watching the episode. It was very intense. Like, what's going to happen? What's going on? He's already dead. But finishing it's, her training. It's like, wow. Like, obviously, he's just like, this is the final exam, you know? Um, is she going <laughs> to get an your A? SATs. And she's like, oh my God. Like, you know? And she's already battled him as Vader in Rebels before, which is ironic because she almost dies battling Vader, but. Ezra and Rebels pulls her out into the world of the worlds and that's how she, how she survives. Um, and so she disarms him uh, and she pushes her saber toward him and as she does her eyes turn red, it's like really creepy and crazy. She kind of, you know, because like you're, you are a little bit of your master. You are a little mm -hmm. bit of your you're, master and like, she hates hearing that. I like to say you're only as good as your last Padawan, you know? Yeah. And Anakin's last Padawan was Ahsoka. That line good. of Jedi is yeah. I was gonna say these they come from a long line of strong, strong of the people. best ones. Oh. We're like, okay, we're this is all the best ones. And Ahsoka right. is the last one in that line. Literally ends it, but maybe yeah. we'll continue it. Which I think she will. First woman that I can think of, because it's like, isn't it Yoda, Dooku, Qui-Gon? In that line, yeah. yeah. In that line, yes. But there are like women around, but I think a lot of them were killed in Order 66. But I mean like Master Apprentice. Okay. That line. Following down, yeah, from yeah. Anakin from Obi-Wan, yeah. Um, and so she, you know, is all the way up with him. Her eyes are red. She's like, I choose to live. And then he turns back into Anakin. And he's like, there's hope for you yet. And he's not scary anymore. He's not scary anymore. Um, he just loves her again. Yeah. And, you know, it's interesting because it's like he was... Vader, obviously, that's who he became. But it's like, it seems like he always had this, like, control, you know? even to the very end, but he was obviously killing younglings. He was killing all these people, but like he possessed it in him to not do that. And that but he thought it. that his best friend was, you know, sleeping with his wife. <laughs> That's just Palpatine like force rumoring. In I'm his just brain. saying Palpatine is just like a you force know, gossiper. If you get cheated on, don't murder a, a bunch of Especially kids. Especially obi-wan to her try to kill obi-wan like obi-wan's the only reason you even Obi got brought bro. into this like but he could have dropped he you that he was cheating right i, I just, think that's so funny because it was like very obvious it wasn't happening. i'm sorry dude this makes i'm not seeing it what are you saying obi-wan's like she isn't even my type bro it's like i like mandalorian yeah uh, uh, and she was like come on there's just so many levels to this like anakin yeah. you need therapy oh yeah um, she was pregnant yeah like what? she was like in her third trimester and then started cheating uh, god i love it anakin man i'll never forget him for first force choking her on mustafar when she was pregnant i remember watching that as a kid and i'm like i don't think i breathe <laughs> i think i was being stopped i was like oh, no you started to force <laughs> like, not my queen um <laughs> excuse me um and so that that anakin disappears Ahsoka then melts into the water back from the ocean. It's like almost like a baptism of sorts. She's purified. Um, what a journey that yeah, was. What a white. journey. She wakes up. Now she's white. <laughs> white, we mean by the robe. She's now Ahsoka the white. Um, she's still brown, but she's, now she's wearing white. Right, right. Uh, outfit change. Um, she no longer, and this is obviously symbolic. This happens in Rebels. Um, it's giving a little bit of a Gandalf situation here from Lord of the Rings. Gandalf the white, Gandalf the gray. He comes yes. back as the white when he almost dies in that like cave with that fire dragon. And he comes back and he saves the Riders of Rohan in that whole battle. Incredible. It was amazing. He just looked, I think he said look to the west or look to the east. And you just see him on a mountain with his staff and he's just glowing um that's basically a soaker right now and she no longer blames herself for what happened with anakin you know she's kind of free from that she has hope again hope is obviously always the theme in star wars hope, uh, um, just like fear is the mind killer in dune it is there's a theme here you guys with these science fiction sand planets um so ahsoka then ends up getting saved you know jason helps but like a republic a new republic person like dives in gets her from the ocean She's like asleep for like one rotation, Hu Yang says. Uh, then she sees Jason, Chopper, and Hera. Hu Yang lets her know that Jason has the force and he heard the sabers. And she's like, okay, 
I don't need Sabine anymore. I'm going to turn Jason. Um, and then, you know. <laughs> a way better Padawan. Right. And I'm like, okay, this guy actually has promise. And he's like young. So you can like kind of like shape him from a young age. This is not like the best thing. But I mean, obviously we trust Ahsoka as a master. That's like grooming. Yeah, it is kind of like. Yeah. The Jedis are kind of groomers. They are groomers. It's not great. It's not talked about enough. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. The hard the hard topics of the Jedi Order. Hard truths. Oh, man. This is why Balon left. He was like, I just don't like this grooming thing. I can't wait on. to get into Balon. I mean, he watched everybody he loved get destroyed and you know, like killed. What, how are we on time? We got to yeah. get to it. We got to get to it. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so Ahsoka uses psychometry in that little runes to f- hear the voices of what happens. We know she can like use the force to hear voices of past things. We saw her do this in episode two. Um, and she realizes what Sabine did, but she doesn't tell anybody because she doesn't want to tell Hera. She doesn't want to let everybody know. She ain't a snitch. She ain't a snitch. And she sees the pergola like go up in the sky and she's like, wait, I remember those things. They're here for a reason. (laughs) She's like, hmm, let's just jump in the whale's mouth and go to hyperspace. I mean, it's like a really weird concept, but I'm here for it because I love all the animals in Star Wars. Yeah. I liked how she got like permission. Yeah. She was like, hey, I'm gonna, so I'm gonna ask this like whale if I can go in its mouth to yeah. jump through hyperspace. And Hera's like, I don't give a shit what you do. <laughs> just find Ezra and kill Thrawn. Like, do whatever the hell you gotta do, girl. I don't it's even like, want to look. don't get eaten by this whale. Right, don't this even tell up. me. <laughs> That's why she's Don't like, even tell me the... Right, don't like, tell me the odds. Don't tell me the plan. Right. She's like, I'm backing out. I don't even want to go. <laughs> These pilots want nothing to do with anything. Like, they're Hera, literally, yeah. Han, Poe. They're just like, don't even tell me. They're looking just at all it. of them like, you're going to die. <laughs> like, why? I don't want to be like, involved I'm in this. Like, I'm a pilot. And like, I have the most dangerous job, but you are putting yourself in more danger yeah, than me. I gotta go. Um, so then, you know, she she talks to the pergolas and she hops in their little whale mouth and they go off to hyperspace to find Ezra and Thrawn. Then one of the last scenes we get is Mon Mothma, who just seems kind of like annoying in this series so far. I love her so much. I mean, we saw her in Andor. We've seen her in the original trilogy. She's so classy. She's so classy, and she just is the ultimate poker face, always up to something behind closed doors, which yeah. I'm assuming this is the case. But she she's also giving Hera a heads up. She's like, hey, they want to investigate you. You got to come back because they got a lot of questions. And I will recall back in the earlier episodes when we did see that council with Mon Mothma, they were sketchy. Those people were like very like disapproving. They were just like condescending towards Hera. They didn't want to believe her. They didn't want to believe Mon Mothma. And they were just kind of rude, which, you know, alludes to the fact that there's a lot of old Sith Empire people still working now for the New Republic. Oh, yeah. Which I think there could be a loophole there. Somebody's got to be bad there. Um and so then, yeah, that that is the last scene here is going to head back, head back to the planet and probably get put on a trial. And I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, hopefully Chopper ends up speaking up and testifying for Hera, you know, or who? Yeah. Yang, well, who Yangs, I guess, with this. Okay, but Chopper yeah. will testify. Cho- Chopper will testify. If we can understand it. If we can. <laughs> Dave Filoni, please write a translation book or something so we know. <laughs> All right, you guys. And then this past week, literally yesterday, episode six, titled Far, Far Away. Those bastards getting me excited. You know, I'm like, oh, man. Okay, oh, my God. Go. Uh, they were really hitting us with the nostalgia this we, week. They really did. And I'm like, this is the long-awaited episodes episode. I mean, all of them are long-awaited. But... All Rebels fans have been waiting for. Episode 5 was absolutely a love letter to like the Clone Wars, the prequels, ending with Ahsoka and Anakin. It's <sighs> such a beautiful way to put it. it. It was so good. But now we're shifting to the bigger picture, yeah. I would say. We were combining all of these worlds, which is this one's going to be heavy Rebels themed. If you guys haven't watched Rebels, I feel like anybody watching this show, if you haven't watched Rebels, you kind of have an idea a little bit of what's going on. But I don't think anybody understands how powerful Thrawn is. And I I did like him in this episode, but I wasn't like, you know, I wasn't like super scared. I was just like, oh, he's blue. He looks like an avatar. I like him. I like him too. He, I don't know. I'm just, I'm like into it. I'm like, I see why people are so culty about Mm -hmm. him. Like, 
song about him being blue and that tall and that, red like, eyes. that unbothered. So unbothered. He, I, I'm like, he's the most unbothered man. He really has no worries. And he's so tall. He's so tall and he's very intimidating. And he wears a suit well. Yeah, and a lot of those books that were written about Thrawn, Heir to the Empire, a lot of people are fans of. And those were intense. Those are really good books. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, again, I just want to preface this. Give Dave Filoni every Star Wars script for movies, TV, animated. This man is a godsend for all of us. This is the man we've been waiting for. I think Dave Filoni is the chosen one. Except for Um, he steals his ideas from us. That's true. That's true. We still Hi, love Dave. Him, Thanks Dave, just for watching. Us, just invite Thanks us to the premieres. Thanks for watching instead of just listening. Just like let us cover the episodes on Star Wars official or something. Just like, yeah, give us the scripts and we'll tell you yeah. what is right and what's wrong. Exactly. And you um, don't have to wait months to yeah. get our feedback. Favreau gave up. He's like, I can't even write Mandalorian anymore. <laughs> He's like, they like, stopped making um, yeah. assumptions about it. Yeah, so this I is, have no idea. My time is done. Um, so this episode starts. We have the pergolas. They're traveling through hyperspace. It's Ahsoka and Hu Yang. You know, they're in the pergola's mouth. They're just cruising, you know. And Ahsoka tells Hu Yang the truth about Sabine and what she did. And Hu Yang obviously is like, she's a little selfish, but maybe she did not have a choice. Maybe this is what she had to do, which again brings up that was the line that made me like hit it with like because I'd been thinking about what you said about how she's a Mandalorian or whatever, and then that line like really solidified it for me. I was like she has to it's her code it's like having the jedi code like it's the mandalorian code like um like grogu had to go back to din like he had to go back it was like din had to go visit him while he was training he had to bring him presents like it just it was like ah this i I get it i get it the love story the the greatest love story told of all time is grogu and din yeah. yeah i um yeah, and that's that's literally where I stand too. I'm like, why would she sacrifice herself? She knows she has a bigger purpose. She comes from a very strong line of Mandalorian Jedi as well. And like, you know, it's it's I get it. I get why she did it. Also, like if my best friend was on the other side of that hyperspace and that's all I had really going for me, I'm like, yeah, I'm going. I'm not gonna kill myself or I'm not gonna sacrifice. Could she even do it? Like, could she even destroy that thing? I don't even know if she could. Yeah. Like, maybe, but, like, I don't think she could. Like, clearly she's not that, like, strong, trained yet or anything. She has her priorities. She has her priorities, and I, I get it. Ezra is a babe. I totally get it. Um, And so then... But Asso- they were giving friend energy the whole they time. They were, yeah, we'll get to that, because okay. that was very painfully that awkward. Was. Maybe it's just, like, when you see, like, an old fling for the first time in a while, and you're like, oh, we, like, need a drink to, like, <laughs> settle this awkwardness, this air right now. Like, we need to cut this with, like, a tequila shot or something. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> it was tension. But, so then Hu Yang and Ahsoka start talking about, like, stories, and Hu Yang's like, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. I know. And I was like, damn. Like, I wanted I like, to hear, like, the, the music. Story. I was like, finish okay. the story. <laughs> <laughs> Extended cut episode. Um, so we go to Morgan Elsbeth, Shin Hati, and Balon. They're on their way through hyperspace to Thrawn. They got a head start on Ahsoka. When they arrive, it kind of looks like they've arrived in a pergola graveyard, too. I don't know if you notice that there's like a bunch of bones in space. And they're yeah. like, I'm like, oh, no, they're like killing pergolas. Like, that's my thing. That was the thing is I was like, are are they going to is is that why they hyper jump is to kill themselves? The pergola? I don't know. I hope not. That's so scary. Yeah, because wouldn't um, Ahsoka die? Maybe I don't know. she would like get like, to escape. I mean, obviously, it's not like, what, what's going to happen because like that would be a crazy way down the show, right? But, <laughs> um. I was like, w- that that did scare me because I was like, it is scary. It's concerning. I'm like, why are we in a grave site? And like, Do nobody they not all make- is that why right. she chose the biggest one? Because she was like. He's probably made it a lot of yeah, times. Yeah, he's like a veteran or something. Yeah. Um, so Sabine wakes up in shackles. And, you know, they're like literally keeping her prisoner. She's like, damn, they're not going to like let me find Ezra at all. No. Um, no, no. And then they all, they land, you know, they dock. And they, you know, the planet that they're going on is Peridia. And they all enter a smaller ship. 
which was a really cool ship. It was very like flashy. It was bougie. It was like gold trim. And they like drop from that dock and just like go. I thought it was really cool. Um, they styling. Yeah. I was like, okay, Morgan Elsbeth, you're using your witch power. Oh my gosh. Morgan Elsbeth, she. Fuck girl manifests. Yeah, she mm-hmm. manifests for sure. Mm-hmm. She, she knows what she's doing. Yeah. Um, and so they meet, they arrive on Peridia in kind of like a rune thing that was on Cetus when they were there. The last planet Ahsoka and all Very them Very similar. On. And it's three grandmothers that are, they're the original powerful witches that welcome Morgan Elsbeth. Mm-hmm. By the way, Morgan Elsbeth during this entire time is like salivating at the mouth because she knows she's so close to Thrawn. She's like freaking out. She's like, I thought she called him daddy, but she I didn't. I think she did. And it sounded like it, She right? muttered it under her breath. I saw her lips go... Um, <laughs> She's a daddy. The, you could feel that like her tension with Thrawn and Thrawn like didn't even give a shit but she he trained her back in the day she was like not trained but like a protege to him kind of yeah so she's very familiar he's obviously moved on um, he has that gold face dude Anak now but um, yeah and so these uh, original witches they, they're very reminiscent of Darth Maul's mother Mother Townsend who was in Rebels as well keep in mind they can resurrect people mm-hmm. which is kind of scary um, and so the the, um, the grandmothers are like oh it reeks of Jedi and they immediately like which Jedi are they going to look at you know because like they, she calls Balon and Shin Hati mercenaries but they're definitely Jedi too but it's like when Sabine walks when it when Sabine walks up is like when they say like that smells like Jedi. Right. And it's like she's not a Jedi though. Yeah. It's like she's the worst. She can't worst even Jedi move this ever. rock, bro. Um She can't move this rock. Because yeah. um, <laughs> it's a turtle. Right. It's an it's a what are they called? A noti. A noti? A noti. They were speaking noti or they were something. They're so cute. And so they take her prisoner while they wait for Thrawn to arrive. At this point, Balin and Shin like veer off. They have a moment. I love their relationship together because I feel like they both have no idea what the hell they're doing. Like, Balon is chasing this, like, I don't even know, some like night dream of just having a greater purpose. It's giving off like, uh, like Thanos to me. He thinks there's something greater on this planet. And he starts telling her how, I like, I love that. Yeah. It was giving Thanos. He's like, oh my God. Like, he's looking off in the distance. He's he looks so conflicted. He's got his, like, young little daughter helping him. Yeah. And she's like, dude, I'm not buying this, but, like, I got to stay alive again. Um, and so he starts telling her how, like, he watched everything he knew and respected burn in front of him, Order 66. Like, obviously, that's traumatic. That's going to influence you for the rest of your of your life yeah he seems really hurt and i like i feel for the guy he probably watched you know little younglings he was and when men hurt they can't bounce back yeah no Uh, and then he's obviously not forever right and he's not in therapy so like clearly this is not in therapy piling on these emotions men Um, you need to go to therapy right especially if you're a sith for your borderline (laughs) if you're a bad guy go to therapy if your lightsaber is orange go to therapy (laughs) um (laughs) And so he mentions the Shin, which was a really good point. The Jedi and their like cycle of like falling empire Jedi like continues on and it's like an annoying cycle. I agree, but that's like history. Like everything repeats itself, but he wants to end it. He's like, he seeks a new beginning. And again, it's giving Thanos on that imaginary planet he liked. Um, <laughs> Balin is a certified sad boy. He's very emo. I know he listens to My Chemical Romance on the reg. Loves it. And I'm here for it. You know, like he probably loves Morrissey and The Cure. And oh like he, my God. he wears Radiohead. eyeliner. Yeah, oh, he wears eyeliner. For sure. He plays I'm a Creep. I'm mm-hmm. a Weirdo. Oh my God. I love that song. That's his actually, hype song yeah. before he goes out to <laughs> train Shinhati. <laughs> She's like, why is this part of our training? He's like, just listen. He's like, just, just give me a minute. Memorize the lyrics. Um, <laughs> and so then we see like the ship dock and it's Thrawn's massive ship from Rebels. It's like the biggest ship I've ever seen in my life. Don't even know how he pulled this off after going in hyperspace, whatever. But a lot of it is like put back together. It's very wrecked. It's clearly in need of some like servicing when they go back to the galaxy, the other one. Um, And so you hear all these like uh, clones, Thrawn, Thrawn, Thrawn. Like you know he's coming and he sure does arrive and you see all of these, (laughs) before that, a a lot of the clones that you see before while he's walking up, they're all like literally being held up by duct tape. Like they move one wrong way and they're shattered. Like Yeah, they never clean their outfits. No, they're really dirty and it's like Get a washcloth. Seriously, like just, I don't know, water. Do they have water on that planet? 
Um, Makes you believe they're resurrected. I was going to say the night troopers. The red tape around them, too, is like the color of the night sisters. Are these guys going to turn green dust when you kill them? Like, I'm really interested in seeing that. Because if that's the case, it's going to be really easy to kill. Yeah. I <laughs> would love to know if one of them is tick. Yeah. Oh, God. I know. To be oh, that'll hurt. That'll that would hurt. hurt. So let me see. I wouldn't be able to make it. No, I'm like, let me just mute that and look away. (laughs) Um, So let me see Thrawn, you guys. The guy we've been waiting for, the avatar blue skin, those Sith red eyes. I mean, Chef's Kiss, they really did a service. And they also casted the same man who voices him from Rebels. Kind of, he does look like someone that you'd be like, thank you, Chef. Yeah, Lars Mikkelsen, you know, the the brother of. the other Mickelson. Yes. Who did he play? He played the um, Grindelwald. Grindelwald. Yes. And Didn't he play someone else though? He's in a lot of. He's shit. in a lot of stuff. I don't I like feel him. Like he was in Star Wars or something. Yeah. Else. No, he was in um, Rogue One. In oh, Andor. okay. Yeah, He's yeah, the yeah, dad. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, or no, he wasn't. Was he in Andor? I think so. Yeah. Not Andor. No, he was in the Rogue, Rogue One. One. Um, he just has a lot of similarity. He physically looks like Putin. So like, I just <laughs> whenever I see him, I'm like, great actor, but also just. Bad Ooh, vibe. Ick. Ick. Just his face. I'm sorry. I still think he's very talented. <laughs> Stay um, blue, sir. <laughs> Stay blue. So um, he introduces Enoch, which is his gold face clone. I thought he looked really weird. It was giving like Phantom of the Opera, the gold. I liked it. <laughs> oh, I did. As a Leo, anything with gold accents, I'm like, I'm a part of. I, so I, I have just, this liquid death um, sponsored by. No. Um, but the little top is like gold. <laughs> it is. That literally is the like, same shade of gold. That. Um, and so then uh, Thrawn, you know, he sees Balon. He knows exactly who Balon is. And Balon tells him he has Sabine. And he's like, oh, yeah, she'll be she'll be of service to us. Because he knows she's going to find Ezra. But how the hell has Thrawn not found Ezra? That's my, that's my question here. Like, it's a very, like, big loophole. He's obviously a very strong... I feel person. like he's just like not that worried about it because he, he's he like has no worries. This man is like it's five o'clock somewhere unbothered every hour. <laughs> R.I.P. Jimmy Buffett because this man he's in Margaritaville. He's in Margaritaville. <laughs> he's in Margaritaville. He's <laughs> wasting away. Peridia is Margaritaville. And it's that's wasting where, away. Wasting away. He's, in and he's not even cleaning his stormtroopers. No, like, he's not doing anything. Like, I don't give a shit. I'll just get him drunk. He's just like letting them all just fade away. It's crazy. <laughs> this planet is so bad. It's all of his friends too. are dirty. Yeah. Um, this is what he's got, though. You I know? guess he's like monitoring to see if anyone's taking off. You know. Right. And I think he has people waiting for him. Obviously, Elsbeth was. I think he has a lot of people waiting for him back, you know, in the OG galaxy, which we know is going to happen. So then Thrawn meets Sabine. He's like, yeah, you can go find Ezra. Like, we're going to honor. We're going to honor what Balin said. He actually, like, hooks her up. He He gives her the lightsaber back. He gives her a gun. He gives her this cute little howler, like, dog hyena that I love. Yeah, it was like, uh, I didn't understand that. Why would you give her those thing because he wants her to find her he wants her to he, he wants, wants her, her to, to find, find Ron. and again i don't think he cares no, about ezra. any of or ezra yeah he i don't think he cares about any of them they're all disposable to him he just wants to get off that planet he wants to go back you and know he wants to kill ezra mm-hmm. he wants to kill ezra if he can he's like oh if this happens it happens if it doesn't it doesn't i'll get him eventually good for ezra for getting out i know and then um thrawn tells balin they like let sabine go and she goes and Thrawn, as they're watching her, Thrawn tells Balon and Shin, like, once they find Ezra and Sabine, they have to destroy them. And Shin doesn't like that at all. She's no. like, why are we still worrying about these people? She doesn't <laughs> understand about Ezra yet. I mean, do you think Shin has potential to turn to the light? No. No? I feel like she's further gone than Balon is. I think she's a little bit more evil, yeah. Yeah, but I think and she I think has she'd no purpose rather too. be evil than good. But right. she does like have feelings for Sabine at she this totally, point. She totally. There's a lot of tension between them. I yeah. wouldn't be surprised, honestly. Um, so, there was tension, there was and so much. I don't tension. even know if it was like bestie potential or like what or love. If yeah. It was, yeah, if it was giving like. Florence Pugh and Haley Seinfeld or like what? Yeah. A little Hawkeye action. Mm-hmm. Um, so then Sabine obviously is riding off. She um, is trying to find Ezra. She meets some nomads from the planet and she kind of gets her shit handed to her a little she bit. She did, yeah. But she took down like three of them before she, did. she brought out the lightsaber. She did the Mando, the Mandalorian little stuff and then that couldn't 
hold her up and so then she got out the saber and they're like oh we didn't no know you bruises on this woman by the way right and that's the thing i think a lot of people aren't familiar with is a mandalorian jedi like they thought she was a mandalorian at first they're like oh we can take her but then she pulls out that green saber and they're like oh one of them ran away, literally. Yeah, One of them they were ran like, away. we are scared of Jedi just from right. seeing it. And she's not even good with it. So it was a good thing that she waited till the end because they're right. like, oh, no, now she's serious. Yeah, now this, she already she handed it business. to us with three. She she did get her shit wrecked, though, it's I would true. say. Um, and also, like, why did they keep shooting her in the chest? Like, she's wearing armor. Like, it kept bouncing off, and I was like... Aim another yeah. place. She has Shoot no helmet leg. on, bro. She has no <laughs> she has helmet no on. no helmet. Okay, sorry. Yeah, that's smarter. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was like, Shoot her Well, the leg. leg could like disarm her. Like, she'll be done. But um, in the meantime, that cute little howler dog runs off. Um, He's not trying to die for her. He's not I trying to die for the dog. cause. I love him so much. Um, And then, you know, she ends up defeating him. And she's like mad at the dog. She's like, you ran away from me. And he's like doing these little like yelps. And if you have a dog, you know, even a cat. I feel like Poe probably does that. (laughs) Um, And she's like, go away. And he like walks away. And there's like a pause. And he like ends up following her. I thought it was so cute. It was so cute. I was like, this is, I was like, I want this dog. I know. I've always wanted a dog I could ride. I know. And then also the fact that they're called a howler. I'm like, okay, Harry Potter. Um, Yes. Okay. Um, (laughs) The howler. (laughs) And so the dog ends up helping her. He sniffs something out and they follow his lead. And he finds this like rock that moves, which we end up seeing stand up. And it looks like a little turtle thing and they're called a noti and she noticed the noti has a rebel symbol on and which a is really like, nice hmm, outfit really cute outfit i'm like how did ezra put this together he's like put them all in vests yeah i'm like, like this, this is a great really idea cute. um slack fuck the robe put the vest on um <laughs> he must be an excellent like seamstress i was gonna say he had a lot of time there yeah um so <laughs> he's been there a while <laughs> yeah so they uh she's like okay take us to ezra and this is again one of the last people we've been waiting to see this whole series um, so let me go to Balon and Shin. They're following Sabine and they find the nomads that she fought, the little destruction area where she got down with them. And she's like, Hey Balon, like, do you know about this Ezra kid? Like, should we be worried? He's like, Ah, he was trained as a Jedi, like after the temple, like you were trained to be something more. You he know? was like trained in the wild or something, he said. Right. Like, yeah, it was whatever times. Um and yeah, he just thinks she, I don't know what he's training her to be. There's rumors right now that she could be like half night sister. She could be like half of that. She could be like a love child. Like there's just so many random things. Um and Balin tells That'd her he's cool if she was a night be sister because cool. they are super powerful. Night sister slash Jedi. Mm-hmm. Damn. Slash Sith, I guess. Um so Balon tells her, you know, he sees a future on Peridia. But she's like, hey, but like everyone's like just wants to leave this planet. Like, what future are you looking for, dude? Like, nobody wants to stay here. And Balin's like, well, maybe they fear a power greater than their own. Again, he's giving Thanos cliche Thanos. Like, I think he's going to meet his downfall. It's becoming very obvious that this man is stuck in his own Delulu delusional world, which is fine. You know, sometimes you got to do that to be happy. Yeah, I think that he's he's got his eye on the prize. And if he stays (laughs) Delulu, he's going to manifest something. I was going to say, like, let's see where this what happens. I'm like, I want to see what he wants. I'm like, ah. Maybe. Let's just let this play out. Maybe. Um, And he feels something calling him there, he tells her. And there's a lot of rumors right now, the original creators of the Force, there's like these three people, and the son of Mortis from that planet may be calling him. Ooh. Which, we're just going to leave it at that because that's like a whole other 30-minute video to explain all of that stuff. <laughs> but yeah, he has a greater calling, you know, a greater purpose. He seeks a great perhaps. Um, he wants the witches to be in charge. Yeah. He wants to create Dune. He wants to be on, yeah, Arrakis. He wants to be on a different movie. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's like, cast me. I mean, He's but, like, he he wants to hang out with Timmy Chalamet. That's what he wants. I don't blame them. Reverend Mothers, let's go. <laughs> they did look. They were giving Reverend they Mothers. Were, they were. I was like, oh, my God. You guys are doing it again. Come on, George Lucas. I was like, this is worse. <laughs> they did look like Reverend Mothers. Um, and so then the no tea, we go back to Sabine with the no tea. She ends up like finding this little village. It's so cute. It was like a Polly Pocket sized village. Loved it. Loves um, me some Polly Pocket. Yeah. And she ends up like finding Ezra. Ezra looks like a very, 
He hasn't shaved in a while. He looks a lot older than Rebels, he which is good. true. He looked great. Yeah, because he was like a child during he was, Rebels. Yeah, he was like, he was a child, like and a he teen. was like a teen, like an older teen, probably like 19 or 20, kind of like Anakin's age, you know? Yeah. Um, I thought he looked great, though. I was like, here we go. Here's Ezra. But it was so awkward when they met. He, he really grew up. Yeah, he grew up. He looked awesome. Didn't have any Jedi things on him. Well, obviously, he doesn't have his lightsaber. Sabine has his lightsaber, which is like hers now. <gasps> yes. So that's interesting. Um, but yeah, that whole meeting, I thought she was going to like run up to him and he was going to like pick her up. And she was yeah. just gonna, like hug him or something like more. I it was so awkward. Like they didn't even like run. I thought I thought she was gonna run yeah, to him. They, and she, they just like talk to each other from like six feet away. Yeah. And then I was like, what? Why is this happening? There was there, no spark. Like, there was no movement. There was no spark. No chemistry. There was no no none. Mm-hmm. Not she had more chemistry with Shinhati. I was going to say. Yeah. I'm rooting for them almost now. I am too now. I don't know who I want Ezra to be with, but maybe that's just projecting because I want him to be with Maybe me, we could be cast in the next, <laughs> next season. I'm it's like, one oh, of us. Sabine clearly needs some work. Let her just go with Shinhati. They could train each other. Um, but yeah, it was it was weird tension. It was. And like, I don't know if it I was very s- friend chemistry. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's cute. Like you did this to save your friend. Maybe I could get behind that more than I could get I behind. Like, like, too. like, let's be friends first before lovers. The guy I, who took your virginity. Right. Like, don't save him. Right. Save your best. Yeah. For don't sure. save your BFF. That gives you a reason. Um, yeah, I, I, I definitely wasn't believing it, but I think they're building up to it because it, maybe they'll just like work towards that again. Like, I think they just need to go have a drink. Hopefully those notees know how to make a couple. Um, the notees know how to do. I know. Like, they have There's their a bar, own bar there. Little like trailer park Can that they create <laughs> and they pick up and like walk around. The trailer park. It's Paradise Park, basically. It it's is trailer park. Dream. They have the like I don't know hillbilly lemonade or whatever. I mean, shit. They probably can make a good aged brandy or something. They got barrels. Yes. Just put them on their backs. The rock backs. Incredible. Um, but yeah, like I hope. I love Ezra and Sabine. I love them and Rebels so much together. I'm still rooting for Sabine. I'm obviously just way distracted by Ezra now because I love Ezra so much. And he's obviously going to be the key to the future of a lot of things. And I'm just really, really excited to see him back as a Jedi, back with a saber, maybe training a little younger Jedi. Maybe we'll, you know, he has never met Jason Syndulla. He was gone before that. Oh my! Can you imagine? Can you imagine so when Hera meets Ezra? Train Jason. That's that's my big question right now because we know Luke Skywalker is building the Jedi Training Academy. He's obviously going to start training all the Jedi that are going to die from the Knights of Ren, but he's still doing the cause. Um, and Jason could go there. He could be next to Ben Solo. They're basically the same age right oh, now. Oh, I didn't know that. I, I I would assume they're around the same age right now. Um. You just never know. It could be Ahsoka. I hope it's Ahsoka. I hope it's like a little bit of both. I hope, like, have two. Why one? Have two, you know? Have two masters. Yeah, and it's like, I feel like they both could teach him a lot. I would like to see it be Ezra. I just think Ezra's like, he went but through... But Ezra doesn't know what he's doing. I think he does. I mean, Kanan Jarrus trained him, and he Kanan Jarrus was a great Jedi, and he sacrificed himself for the ultimate good. Yeah, but Ezra wasn't a great Jedi. I think he was okay. I think he was a little <laughs> conflicted. But I think it's I'd like... Rather, if somebody put Ezra and Ahsoka in front of me and they were like, pick your teacher, I'd be like, that girl. Yeah, oh, <laughs> that 100%. One. 100%. Easy. Easy. I think, I think maybe Ezra on this like time alone has like figured out some things, though. Maybe he's used the Force because that's all he has. He doesn't have a saber. Oh, that's interesting yeah, to that's think about. Yeah, that's all really do. Like... He's out here moving rocks. And that's probably why he discovered the Noti. Yeah, he could talk to them and shit. Yeah. He just felt them there. And this is all like culminating into the movie. The Mandoverse movie. Yeah. yeah. Which is, it's really exciting. I hope we get another, I like almost want another season of Ahsoka, but I see how it's not it necessary. Might be just the movie. Yeah, which is like. <sighs> yeah. Um, <laughs> and then so that could still hap- do another storyline, right? With her. I'm like, we could totally just She's combine not a lot of them. Stopping, no, unless she dies in the pergola. I'm just gonna, <laughs> which I, we still haven't, right? Still not 100% I don't think she's sure gonna die in the pergola. They all die. When they I jump. it almost just makes it really confusing because we already have this new trilogy that doesn't make sense right now, being where it is in this time period. And I just wish we could like ixnay that, like it could just be like not a thing. 
because if they would have did it in this order, we would have had three better movies, more concise, just better off, honestly. You know, like it wouldn't have it wouldn't have been a drag on story of like Luke Skywalker being old and jaded. It would have been let's keep Princess Leia alive floating through space when she's, you know, not even alive. Like I feel like it could have been a better end if they would have waited a little bit for that original trilogy but obviously nobody knew the power of these live action shows and how great they were going to be mm-hmm. until the Mandalorian came out but it does put things in kind of a flux but there is a lot of time and space they can dive into I mean the Knights of Ren Luke's Jedi Training Academy they're I'm, doing the the New Republic or the Old Republic the Old Republic yeah but that's like all the way yeah, yeah. So but that's the, the, a good idea because, like, Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones prequels, did House of the Dragon, right? Which, uh, yeah, the acolyte, the acolyte's going to be amazing because yeah. it's going to be dark. It's going to be you know more adult Star Wars there. But um, yeah, and so then we see the last scene. Thrawn is alerted that Ahsoka's on her way. He's like, oh, here we go, not again, you know. Um, <laughs> oh, and she's again. wearing white. Oh, man. She's wearing but white. Thrawn doesn't know Ahsoka. He does knows he? who she is. He does. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's like, it's like Scooby-Doo with the villains. And I would have had it if it wasn't for these middle and child. And so then he goes to the Grand Witches. He asks them to help him with their magic to stop Ahsoka, you know, potentially injuring the pergola. They could resurrect somebody from the dead. It did look like they were moving a lot of body bags. Resurrect to Annie to fuck with her mind. That's horrible. But that would he be Thrawn, amazing. Thrawn also hates Vader. They all really hate Vader, I think. So I don't know if they would do that because now they know he like is on the good and he killed the Emperor. They were excited when they met each other. That's true. <laughs> I would just be like, oh, he's another competitor. But he'd be Thrawn probably thinks he's better than Vader, honestly. He like looks in the mirror and he's I like I can't believe that. He he just like is like, I'm the one. It's these red eyes. I just I can't believe that about him. Yeah. He's just very uh, into himself. I bet he doesn't compare himself to anybody. Yeah. And that's why he's so strong. <laughs> um, so final question for you. Do you think Thrawn will kill Balon? Or do you think Balon will meet his demise before the end of this season? What, why are you asking me this? <laughs> what, got, why do you think this? We got two episodes left and it seems like Balon... You Balon's, think Balon's going to die? Yeah, I do. I <sighs> do think he's going to die. I think Shin Hati's going to live and I think she's going to either team up with Sabine... Yeah. End up being bad in the long run, or she's just going to end up going back with Morgan Elsbeth. But I don't think she vibes with Morgan Elsbeth. Morgan Elsbeth is like one of those women who just like likes to be around men, you know? Yeah. With her night sisters, you could tell she's like, whatever. Um, she's a pick me for sure. Yeah. And the Grand Witches weren't even like impressed with her. They were like, oh, you didn't tell us the Jedi was going to be here. They were like, hey, Morgan. Right. <laughs> I guess. <What's> <laughs> Thanks for doing our dirty work. Sorry we didn't invite you to our last five parties. Right. Um, this is awkward. But here's so Thrawn. Awkward. We've been hanging out with Daddy Thrawn yeah. this whole time and you just got here. Weird. <laughs> and you're with these three losers? Oh, <laughs> That's <man>. crazy. <laughs> they reek of Jedi. Right. Sick. Ew. Interesting company you keep. Yeah. <laughs> um I believe that Balin will die. Like why not? Yeah. Like he hit we don't need him for anything else. I like him. No, I like him so I like much. his character a lot. I have hope for him. I had hope from the very beginning. But what would he do in I the next in the movie or something? I just think he might end up staying on Peridia and being stuck there and that'll yeah. kind of be it. Um I don't know if he'll die or if he'll just stay there trying to like find something. If he dies, it'll be like him saving Ahsoka or something dumb like that or saving Sabine I don't know or Shen yeah Yeah. just like doing that like going out like a hero like almost turning right but then I think that if he does survive it would be like him being full evil like just go full like, right you're not going full out just commit like, to the role yeah. not the tryouts anymore honey right. we're at the finals go full out go with big. this performance <laughs> just go big yeah I I'm either way I'm really excited for these last two episodes I can't believe we're already on seven and eight yeah my heart hurts already because I don't know I haven't looked at the timeline of our next Star Wars show I don't think it's for a while till like next year after this which hurts that hurts because they push Dune back they push Dune back and it's like I again have to plan out ways to stay alive until March Marvel is dead it's pretty sad I'm more excited for DC at this point I mean Aquaman this is the last 
podcast episode ever. <laughs> <laughs> we sound really positive right now. Um, I mean, these next two episodes are going to be crazy, though, because Ahsoka is going to arrive on Peridia. Thrawn might still be there. They might have this whole interaction. I mean, Ezra's in the mix now. Sabine's with Ezra. Ezra, Sabine hasn't even told Ezra what happened. I can't wait for that fight. Balanch and yeah. Sabine, Ezra. I'm, I'm so ready to yeah. see Ezra with the lightsaber. Is Sabine going to give? the lightsaber back i mean it's hers now but ezra doesn't have one is sabine and shin gonna be fighting and then instead they just kiss maybe just in the middle and the tension everyone's like and what <laughs> like what? everyone just stops and then fighting. ezra just like knocks balan's head off yeah and then it's like oh and ahsoka arrives right at that time and she's like and out of the I mouth of here? a pergola she's like why am and i and she's here? like let's go back and she just gets <laughs> back in <laughs> come on before they see us takes off <laughs> maybe we shouldn't write these shows i was gonna say i thought that could be like just a another alternate ending scene or something <laughs> they could at uh, least shoot it right eh, the least they could do um <laughs> is that all for today i think that's that's our grand recap of these past two episodes it's been a time it's been a great time it's been a great time to be alive to be a star wars fan i'm living in it i was watching rebels the other day I am playing just to feel something just to feel things um I'm playing like a Star Wars kind of game right now mm. Starfield I'm just like in the mix of this galaxy um yeah I'm, I'm so happy thank you Dave Filoni we love you thank you Dave Filoni and thank you Christine of the Lincoln Lodge Yay. thank you so much we're so happy to be in a cool cool studio so quiet um loved it so much this is nice <gasps> <laughs> um yeah so thank you guys so much for tuning in if you're watching this on youtube thank you again for watching bye, bye. <laughs>